Ej als Ishten. God is one. These words are the central tenet of the Unitarians of Transylvania, our spiritual cousins a few times removed. These words are carved over the doors to their churches and recited in every worship service. They are words brought to Transylvania by David Ferenc, more commonly known as Francis David, in the 16th century, when he returned home after studies abroad with a new theology and a new outlook on religion. Court preacher to the only Unitarian monarch in world history, John Sigismund, and founder of the very first religious institutions to claim the title Unitarian, David inspired a brief era of religious freedom and tolerance that would serve as inspiration to centuries of Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists to come. And all of this happened in a small mountainous region that today sits on the Romanian side of the Romania-Hungary border, though many of its citizens are ethnic Hungarians, including almost all of the Unitarians. I'm betting that most of you have heard of Transylvania before today, but maybe not for its place in Unitarian history and the history of religious freedom. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask you to think of Transylvania? Dracula, vampires, spooky castles perched on hilltops. Perhaps if you're of a certain age, you think of a transvestite scientist named Frank N. Furter and flying pieces of toast. If you're of another age, perhaps you think first of a puppet obsessed with numbers. <laughs> While all of that has unfortunately come to be associated with this region, I'm more interested in it today because of its place in religious history. Because it's important to know that we here in this fellowship are connected not only with a centuries-old history of freedom and free thinking, but also with a vibrant group who carry on this tradition in the present day. Francis David was born in Kolosvar, known as Cluj in Romanian, in the early 16th century. He began life as a Roman Catholic and left home to study theology. Along the way, he converted to Lutheranism and then to Calvinism, the Protestant precursor to American Unitarianism as well. But something wasn't quite right in any of these religious traditions, so he sought out more and more information, reading the Christian scriptures, their history and their interpretations, learning the way many different cultures looked at those scriptures. And eventually, he came to hold a Unitarian theology. And by then, he was in a position as court preacher to the king of Transylvania to influence an entire nation. Here's the way Unitarian Universalist minister and historian David Bumbaugh, my seminary faculty advisor, writes this story. For a short time, religious toleration was the rule of the land in 16th century Transylvania. When his mother died, the newly crowned King John Sigismund found himself ruling a country divided religiously among Roman Catholics, Calvinists, and Lutherans. Among the king's advisors were Giorgio Biandrata, a Polish physician and skilled politician, 
and court preacher David Ferenc, known in the West as Francis David. In the heady times of the 16th century, Christian doctrine was the subject of great debate. King John Sigismund, realizing there was no possibility of compromise among the various interpreters of proper doctrine, issued an edict that said that each person was free to, to support their chosen understanding of Christian doctrine. It was an, a, an edict of individual religious liberty that said that everyone could make up their own mind. That edict allowed advisor Biandrata and court preacher David, both members of the reformed Calvinist tradition, to begin to explore questions concerning the doctrine of the Trinity and the deity of Jesus. Their exploration and unorthodox interpretations of Christian doctrine caused considerable concern among other members of the clergy. Now in those days, Doctrinal matters in Transylvania were fully aired by convening a formal debate. Anytime people had an argument, they brought them together to have a debate. So King John Sigismund scheduled such an event for March 3rd, 1568. He invited believers in the unity of God position to debate the Trinitarians. The debate lasted 10 days. It began at 5 a.m. each day and went all through the day for 10 days. Francis David represented the Unitarian position, and he relied on scripture to buttress his arguments. And at the conclusion of the debate, David's arguments were seen as stronger, and many in Transylvania embraced Unitarianism. A second debate was held the following year, and after that second debate, the king declared that he himself was Unitarian and that there should be religious toleration throughout the land. That proclamation of religious tolerance issued in 1568 by King John Sigismund is known as the Edict of Torda, and it reads in part, Our Royal Majesty, well, it reads the English translation, our royal majesty, as he had decided at the previous debates within his country about matters of religion, confirms as well at, present, at the present diet that every orator shall preach the gospel by his own personal conception at any place if that community is willing to accept him. Or if it isn't, no one should force him just because their soul is not satisfied with him, but a community can keep such a preacher whose teachings are delightful. It was a short-lived era of total religious tolerance in Transylvania. King John Sigismund died only a few years later, leaving no heir to the throne. The new ruler, a Catholic, set about clamping down on new religious thought. While he couldn't repeal the Edict of Torda, he forbade Transylvanian religions from changing their teachings anymore. Francis David was not one to stop thinking. He defied this order, and he was jailed for the crime of religious innovation in 1579 for daring to pray without mentioning the name of Jesus. He died in prison later that year. Though his history is a short one, it's important for cracking open the door of religious orthodoxy in Europe. 
In the brief time in which religious debate was openly encouraged in Transylvania, many people were drawn to the religion that promised them that reason and tolerance would rule the day inside their churches. And even after King John Sigismund's death, Transylvanian Unitarianism remained alive in those remote mountains between Hungary and Romania. The Unitarian Church there proclaimed that religious innovation was to be openly encouraged within its walls, defying the king. Future rulers in Transylvania were less strict, and the repression of Unitarian thought was eased. The writings of Transylvanian Unitarians spread throughout Europe, and they influenced many who would go on to found Unitarian congregations in Britain as well as the United States. But most of all, the heritage there that was the introduction was the introduction of the notion of freedom of conscience into the sphere of religion. To this day, Transylvanian Unitarians claim a non-dogmatic, progressive, free-thinking religious tradition in which the purpose of life is to reflect the love of God by creating happiness on earth for all people. The Transylvanian Unitarians describe their own heritage this way. They write, the very essence of Unitarianism is religious tolerance and a consistently firm attitude in support of liberty of conscience. Francis David constantly emphasized that religion must be free, that in questions of faith, there is no place for compulsion, and that the spreading of God's words requires no weapons or violence because faith is a gift from God. In other words, Unitarianism is inseparably bound up with freedom of conscience and faith. There is no greater mindlessness and absurdity than to force conscience and their spirit with external power when only their creator has authority of them. American Unitarians often trace our own affirmation of the right of conscience to the Enlightenment thought on which our nation was founded. But in truth, the right of each person to examine evidence and make up his or her mind about religious matters has been part of our heritage for much longer than that. So today, let us learn from our Transylvanian ancestors. Let us be inspired by our cousins in faith still practicing this liberal form of Christianity today. Let us be inspired to be as wise as the serpent and as gentle as the dove as we come together to form our own free-thinking religious community. For today, we are blessed to be part of a religious movement in which the experiences of all people are honored, in which each of us is free to filter through our own minds and hearts all that we hear, all that we know, all that we experience. Today, we are blessed to have inherited a faith founded on centuries of openness to new ideas, to practice a religion based not only on reason and tolerance, but equality and justice, to struggle with a faith that encourages debate 
and discourages easy answers. Today, we are blessed to be able to proclaim the good news of a religion where relationship is valued above agreement, where life is affirmed, where love is revered, and where something greater is at work, even if we call it by a million different names. Ej az Ishten. God is one. May it be so.